The emergency room has been around for ages, but new terms like urgent care and freestanding emergency rooms have entered the scene. Sometimes it's hard for patients to know whether they're experiencing a true emergency, and if so, where they should go. My guest today is Dr. Pavan Suri, the Medical Director of Observation Medicine in BCU Medical Center's Emergency Department, and he's going to try to clear things up for us. This is Healthy with VCU Health. I'm Scott Webb. Doctor, thanks so much for joining me today. What's the difference between traditional emergency rooms, urgent care centers, and freestanding emergency rooms? The emergency rooms, or as some people like to call them, emergency departments, are something that is very familiar to the uh, public. Usually, an uh, area you go to when you have an emergency, which is associated with the hospital, and uh, you expect that they have a pretty comprehensive set of services available, uh, which includes uh, pretty much uh, all the routine blood tests, and they have advanced imaging. They may have CT scans, MRIs, things like that. And usually, in an emergency department or a room, you will have some access to specialty services as well. We are also very familiar with the concept of urgent care, where people think that they can go to for minor uh, things, that can be handled quickly, flus, babies, abscesses, minor injuries, things of that nature, where they have a limited set of resources available, and the person you'll be seeing may or may not be trained in uh, or specialized in emergency medicine, but they can take good care of you and usually send you home after a brief uh, amount of testing. And if they think that you do need some further care that they cannot provide, they will send you to a traditional emergency department. A relatively recent option for patients is a type of facility that, that we call the freestanding emergency department. And the easiest way to understand this is it's like an emergency room, but it's not attached to a hospital. And a freestanding emergency room can provide a wider range of services when compared to an urgent care. And it will have things like CAT scans and other tests traditionally not available in an urgent care center. Some freestanding emergency rooms, like the one that VCU is opening at New Kent, will offer distinct advantages. And the major advantage is that this kind of a freestanding emergency room is going to be staffed with the same physicians that work on the main VCU campus downtown. So physicians go back and forth. And the level of expertise that you'll find in a provider is going to be pretty similar to what you would find if you made your way down. The advantage is that you can have access to all the specialists who work at the main campus, uh, either via phone, and lately we're also trying to experiment with some telemedicine, which is going to probably become quite routine, so that you don't have to have, say, an ENT doctor or an eye doctor come all the way in. They can in most cases, do telemedicine and, and give a fairly robust opinion on what to do next. In my mind, the main advantage of going to a freestanding emergency uh, room that's associated with a university or a hospital is that if you do need, say, admission, then the process becomes quite seamless. The person or the physician or the advanced practice provider who's working in a freestanding emergency department can call the inpatient hospitalist or the doctor and directly admit you. The big advantage, in my opinion. Now, I must caution that not all freestanding emergency rooms have close hospital affiliations, and there may be some entities that are independently staffed that may have 
some sort of a, an agreement with a hospital, but they're not associated with that hospital. So someone who's trying to decide between the three entities should understand the differences and then also understand what kind of services can be offered. Doctor, thanks so much for that great explanation. Is the level of care, treatment, or expertise better at one or the other, or now the third option? What do you recommend to patients? Let me start with the most obvious, which is when do you call 911? For some conditions, it's just quite clear. For example, if you see somebody with severe chest pain who collapses in front of you, or somebody who has an obvious stroke. They can't move their hands or their legs or they can't speak, or they have severe shortness of breath from congestive heart failure or asthma. These are true emergencies, and you call 911. And sometimes the signs of a stroke or a heart attack can be subtle or even misleading. So my advice is always trust your instincts. And when in doubt, call emergency medical services who will always help you sort things out. They'll be able to activate the right response uh, and get you to the right facility in the shortest possible time. I also want to mention medical conditions that affect children or pregnant women that are best treated in a hospital with specialized OBGYN or pediatric services. All of these are available at major centers like VCU. You have to decide that, okay, where am I? What kind of services I might need? And then decide where do I want to go? When in doubt, Always go for the higher level of care is, is, is always my suggestion to people. When you are in doubt, whether you're having a heartburn or a, or a heart attack, think that you're having a heart attack. And that way you will be always on the safe side. There are too many people who try to either minimize or talk away their symptoms. Doctor, it's so great to have your expertise. You mentioned calling 911 and the role that EMS personnel play. And we've touched on this relationship with Drs. Abutanas and Rossi in the context of YVCU Health Invest in pre-hospital provider education and training. Can you discuss the importance of EMS personnel and really how they save lives? You're absolutely right, Scott. I think VCU is one of the most heavily invested institutions in the state uh, that really values our relationship with EMS and we have dedicated EMS outreach group that provides continuous education to EMS personnel. We always attempt to keep them up to speed with the latest of what's going on in the, in the, in the world of research and innovation and bring it to the field. The importance is that EMS can make the difference between life and death. A well-trained EMS team can easily detect and treat conditions even before you hit the emergency department or emergency room, as, as you might uh, call it. And, and they are able to uh, alert us if you need to have things like airway support or even intubation. We have trained EMS personnel to perform that in the field. And there are countless studies that have shown that a, a well-run EMS system will decrease mortality, uh, which is a fancy word of saying that, that the, the likelihood of, of dying from a serious condition is dramatically reduced if you call EMS in time to take care of you. That's really well said, Doctor. I want to circle back around now and talk about the new freestanding emergency center in New Kent. This is really fascinating to me because it kind of breaks the mold, breaks the model of, you know, the patients going to the hospital. It's like now the hospital and the doctors are coming to this medically underserved community. It's really cool. Let's talk about that. We have found that New Kent and its surrounding areas did not have adequate access to good emergency care and patients would drive long distances to come to VCU. 
And if, if they were somewhat stable, that would be uh, okay. But sometimes you found that, you know, that long ride could result in negative consequences for the patient. And we thought long and hard about this. And we said that, you know, it, it aligns with our mission to provide services to an area that doesn't have any. And to bring this to the community in the best possible way, we toyed with, the, with various ideas and we found that a freestanding emergency room is the best option. You know, we, we see that the underserved population will have other conditions that are not diagnosed. So I'll give you an example. A person presents with uh, an abscess to the leg. And while workup, you find that their blood sugar is 600. And they don't even know that they have been a diabetic for two years. And this is the first time they are finding that the sugar is so high. Now, this is a complex situation where you know that treating the abscess is only part of the problem. So having a freestanding ED helps tremendously to get things started, send some further studies, contact uh, endocrine specialty, and have them be set up to be seen in the clinic in a couple of days. And that would not be possible if we just ran an urgent care. So we have put a lot of thought into opening a freestanding ED. And another thing, Scott, that I want to tell you is that approximately 70 to 80% of people who come to a freestanding emergency department actually will go home. And so this is smack in the middle of what an urgent care or a traditional emergency room will provide. I think we have pretty much, in my opinion, hit the sweet spot by opening a freestanding ED in the New Kent area, uh, which is which is going to be a boon to the the entire population of that region. Dr. Suri, thanks so much for your time today and helping patients know when to call 911 and to better understand the different levels of care that are available. Thanks for checking out this episode of Healthy with VCU Health. If you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and be sure to check out the entire podcast library at vcuhealth.org slash podcast for topics of interest to you. Thanks, and we'll talk next time.